welcome to the Culture Corner, my brand new podcast, best podcast in the Hawk. And um, I guess we'll jump right into it today. I am one of my first guests, my good friend Jason Deverdinas. Hey guys. And um, he is here mainly to touch on his new business, Lifetime Electro. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about a few other things after that. And I'll just let him take the floor right now. Yeah. So um. Just a quick little rundown, if you guys don't know, um, Lifetime Electro is a, I specialize, or the company specializes in the distribution of USB Type-C chargers, and so a couple months ago, I realized a shift in the industry where we're shifting from USB Type-A to this USB Type-C, and so um, what USB Type-C is, is a oval-type looking charger. It's not traditional to your blocky USB Type-A. And um, it's uh, it's the charger of the future. So just some reasons why I know and believe this is because it's on all the new products. For example, the MacBook, the iPad, the PlayStation Five, the Xbox Series X and S. Um, literally, new cars are taking USB Type C. Like, um, USB C is the new future. If you guys have gotten an iPhone. Recently, you'll realize it comes with a USB Type-C uh, lightning cable. And so um, we're, we're in the middle of a shift from, from getting away from these USB Type-A to this USB Type-C. And what's so special about these chargers is that it's a universal charger, meaning it can go on all devices, meaning it's, it's not set to one device such as like micro USB where it can only charge certain devices U- usb type c oh not sure why that happened mm-hmm. oh well um usb type c is um universal meaning it can be on it can charge every device and so more and more companies are starting to implement usb type c so um yeah that's just a little rundown of what usb type c is if you guys don't know um so yeah i'm selling that basically all right so as of now and when customers go to lifetimeelectro.com, mm-hmm. uh, the only available items are the power brick and the USB-C to USB Type-C yeah. um, charger. Correct. So I suppose my first question to you is, what other products can we expect in the future as you start to grow? Yeah, and so um, I'm not just limited to uh, these USB Type-C to C and uh, wall adapters. And so um, because this is such a new market, I can really capitalize on it and start selling USB Type-C portable chargers, car chargers, USB Type-C to lightning, USB-C adapters, merch for literally anything. Like anything that revolves around USB Type-C, I can sell it and I will I will sell it because I'll just reinvest my money that I make from each batch. So this is not something where I'm just trying to make a quick dollar. I'm actually trying to create a f- uh, system of um of components that work together and can sustain me for a while so that's just one of my things about it so going off of what you just said you know it's not just for the profit it's not just to make a quick dollar so that poses the question what's your goal in the grander scheme of things yeah and so honestly right now my goal is to just tip my toes in the water with business so uh, over the summer, I really became financially literate as I started to read this book 
I like to call Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of my favorite books of all time. It really changed my life. It's probably up there with Harry Potter, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, Rich Dad, Poor Dad really changed the way I think. And so business kind of is something that got influenced from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So right now, I guess... I want to just tip my toes in the water of business. This is my outlet of doing so. And um, I want to do business when I'm older in real estate. And so this is just my first venture. Right. I'll make many mistakes and um, I'll just learn from them. But uh, that's that's what my main goal of this is, just to create a business so I know how to actually run a business, you know? Okay, so for those watching outside of our inner circle, mm-hmm. um, do you mind just touching on like the cost, specs, and just like reliability? Why should customers come to you over Amazon or Apple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, for starters, my chargers, my cables cost twelve ninety nine, and my um, uh, my wall adapters, uh, cost sixteen ninety nine. So, traditionally, USB Type C is pretty expensive because a lot of companies right now want to mark up USB C because it's so new and it's it's um it's such a it's such a new market where they can run up the prices on it because the quantity is pretty low right now demand for it's pretty high so they can run up the prices so right now my uh my prices are low because i want to get this into as many households as possible because i know this is the future i know this is where technology is going to evolve from so i i by selling these or by marking my prices at twelve ninety nine and sixteen ninety nine, I can really make my way into these households at a cheaper price with the exact same quality. It's a hundred watts for the cable, twenty watts for the power brick, and so it's right up there with Apple. Apple is able to mark up their prices because of their name. Right now, my competitors are Apple and Amazon, so they do mark up their numbers for because of their name and because they can. But I'm so small right now that. I can mark these prices a lot lower than my competition, mm-hmm. which is what I want to do because the more people that own USB Type-C, the easier the transition will be from USB Type-A to USB Type-C. So my quality, like I said, nylon braided, um, 100 watts, 20 watts, it's it's right up there with quality. It, people can attest uh my customers can attest to that yeah and I, I i can attest to that myself jason was gracious enough to lend me a free charger from his supply after helping him package everything he's doing this all on his own he's really grinding guys just i, I hope you can all respect that yeah as you can respect the same for me grinding on this obviously yeah, so i mean we've, we've been working on this we, for weeks mm-hmm. we've months. been in, we've been in unison once once every week i go to jason's house and we just sit there and work. So mm-hmm. I guess that leads into my next question is um, uh, if you could touch on like the little vlogs you've been making along the way yeah. and, and just describe on, you can describe for uh, further reasons, but I suppose this these vlogs are a reason for people to keep following your socials and mm-hmm. keep in touch with the company. So touch on that and then give any other reasonings to continue following you on top of that. Yeah, and so I... From the very beginning, I kind of realized that I need to get out there on social media. Social media is such a such a unique way to distribute media. And so I kind of realized that pretty quickly. And so ever since the start, I started recording myself in my process of 
um, becoming nothing to something. And so um, by recording myself, I was able to make these vlogs out of them. So for people who are interested in doing business um, in college or in the future, they can really just like see, I guess, what it takes. And like by recording these videos, I'm obviously promoting Lifetime Electro, but it's more than just that because I want to help as many people create a business as possible. Right. So it's, that's how you become financially free. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's why I started making vlogs, obviously, to get more content out there for everyone, but also because the more content I put out, the more people can learn. So. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess I guess a good point to make is like we we don't exactly come from nothing. We come from both of us are from Franklin, Massachusetts, and there's something around these parts that people like to call the Franklin bubble, right? Yeah. We we've been sheltered mm-hmm. here our whole lives. We've grown up, you know, modest lives, like upper middle class, but um there, there's 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 almost a negative that comes with um, having everything handed to you your whole life. Uh, yeah. we've, we've never really get, been given the opportunity to do something for ourselves. And when I look at someone like you, like you, 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 tr- you really inspired me, honestly, like, yeah. like how hard you were working on this. It inspired me to get this shit started. Right. And mm-hmm. so I suppose what I'm trying to say is like, uh, people should really respect you. Really, uh, not not see you as someone who got some bullshit startup and just is is getting thrown right into it. You you did this all on your own. I yeah. really respect that. This this has been a lot of work. It's some people will and actually a couple people already have have texted me like, "Yo, you're just trying to make a quick buck out of this." Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna throw any names out there, but I I'm like. Dude, you don't know one thing about me, bro. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what kind of work I've been putting in. Right. And so, um, I guess ever since the summer, it's it's really been like a crazy experience from becoming not not knowledgeable at all about business to running my own business. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And uh, where you're touching on with. Um, us being upper middle class and everything being handed to it's 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 crazy because like what if it, this wasn't our situation what if we were um say in la with no home like mm-hmm. right now the homeless is crazy in la and i couldn't just imagine being born into a life where the struggle like that is real mm-hmm. you gotta make it out of the trenches at that point right and right now me and you we live in a stable house with great families like mm-hmm. it's it's crazy how just like one set of events can set up your entire life but it's important to uh note that it is possible to make it out of those situations mm-hmm. because it's happened before it's not going to be easy definitely not set on the exact same timeline as everyone else but it's definitely possible right so uh I guess now would be a good time to move on, but uh, do you have any final thoughts or anything you want to mention about your company? Uh, yeah, so um, everyone who's supported so far, uh, who followed the Instagram account, thank you so much. I mean, this is just the beginning. It's literally just going to keep going off from here. And so everyone who's initially, my parents, obviously you, my 
closest friends, mm-hmm. everyone who's texted me about it. I really appreciate you all. Like, this has been s- such a unique experience where I can learn a lot and I can also teach you guys and give back mm-hmm. because by giving back, it's it's the best present you can give, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, but um, yeah, that's, that's mostly it. Um, I guess a segment of Lifetime Electro, unless you have anything else to point out. I mean, I don't really have anything else. So, uh, not not every episode is gonna be like this. Obviously, this this um, I'm not sure if this one's gonna come out first, but this is the first one I've recorded, mm-hmm. and uh, Jason is uh, a guest who has something specific to come on and talk about Lifetime Electro. Obviously, but yeah, but not every guest is gonna have that. This is just a, this is just the way to start off. This is something to talk about. Yeah. Um, as you can see by the wall behind me. It looks pretty fucking sick. I'm a fucking I'm I'm a hip hop head, man. Like I I love this shit. I love music. So that's gonna be a big main topic since it's the culture corner. It's the cornerstone for anything with a culture built around it. That includes business, music, movies, yeah. fashion, anything you could think of. So yeah, I guess the next thing we're gonna talk about is music man and when me and jason were just in the car listening to a fantastic album by oh, the name of man on the moon three great album so i guess we should start off with the, here's man on the moon one i should definitely get three though you should definitely I, get three i should definitely and get, you should get two. and should get two you gotta just gotta put in a line we go yeah. I'll, One, two, three, Kitsy Ghosts. I, I have a $50 gift card to uh, Newberry Comics. So, oh, so we know our next so purchase is going to be. As, as the episodes go on, you'll see you'll probably see some of these non-hip-hop albums get replaced by, by some hip-hop. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so today I came over and helped him set up this uh, this little cool vinyl wall, but I think it came out amazing. Oh, it came out it fucking came out so beautiful, good. dude. It came out so good. Uh, if, uh, if you can't see behind me, man. Okay. Yeah, there's even I, some I got, behind got Illmatic in uh, late registration, if you can't see right there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man. Uh, so, uh, what's your favorite track on Man on the Moon 3? Oh, that's a tough question. I, I gotta go with uh, Mr. Solo Dolo 3, or, um, yeah, probably Mr. Solo Dolo 3. That's gotta right. be. It's, oh, my God. The first one was amazing. This one is just right up there, you know. Okay, so I I'm I'm gonna have to go with the void. The or, void's a good song. And then and then Definitely. I'm I'm gonna have to put damaged at at number two. <sighs> damage is number two with me too. Okay, so the reason I say that is well, um, so for those of you who've listened to the song, you know you know that one hype part in that the song. One that part, one hype part in the song. It sounds like Travis Scott. It's like at the end of the second verse, he sounds exactly like Travis Scott in it. Not knocking him for that, obviously, because. Travis Scott's his son. Mm-hmm. Tra- Cuddy can take from Travis because Travis's whole shit would not be a thing without Cuddy. Yeah, so he, he's allowed to do that before you knock the hustle, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we both agree that's the best part. But my, my one problem with that song is the verses and then the vibey chorus, it's, it's, a very, it's not as smooth a transition from verse to chorus as some of the other songs it's are. not no 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 definitely it definitely. goes from it goes from rapping rapping to this is how we go it's it's a it's a little it's a little choppy transition right I, and like the thing is i like the chorus i do like the chorus. i like the chorus that's why lot. that's why it's number two because that that hits me hard man yeah it just it just doesn't 
it doesn't come together as smoothly as maybe some other tracks would. Right. But it's definitely my second favorite as well. Mm -hmm. I think the verses and the chorus separately killed it. Yes. Just like together, it could have been done a little bit better. Yeah, you could have had a little bit more, uh, a little mixing in there. Definitely because he's got guys like Mike Dean. I don't know if you know who Mike Dean is, but uh, you're gonna have to inform me. He's, he, he's like a keyboard synth mm-hmm. uh, producer type guy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, um, he uh, yeah, he does a lot of synths and all your favorite rappers. Da boom, boom, fucking da boom. He he's worked on all these albums. Done all any any album, even if you go to his Apple Music profile. You know how like people have like it says albums on Apple Music and shows all their albums. Yeah, a lot of albums come up as his album. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Oh, uh, so that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't even know Rodeo. Which ones did you point out? Just for the uh, people listening on audio. Man cause... on the Moon, Kids See Ghosts, and Rodeo. I believe he's all worked on. Yeah. And honestly, probably at Long Last ASAP. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So he's he's a uh, he's up there. He's he's in, he's been in the game for a little bit. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, yeah. Just, just with people like that at like at arm's reach, uh, he could he could have done a little better on that yeah, song. Yeah, but, but I mean, still fire though. Still fire, of still course. fire. I, what do you rate that album though? Like out of ten. Man, I gotta go with like eight, at eight? least eight. Ah, uh, yeah, at least. I'd honestly give it a nine. You give it a nine. I, I mean, I, I can't go there. I can't go there because I was on the verge of like seven point five. Honestly, actually, I more more think about it like. A light eight, and the words of Fantano, a light eight. Yeah, I mean, like I'd, I would give it a high eight just because I don't think there's one miss on the entire album. Mm-hmm. The only exception is Elsa's Baby Boy. There's can be a little. It's not that I don't like the track. It's just mm-hmm. the flashback. It doesn't flow as nice. I get what he's going. It just doesn't flow as nicely as a whole in the album. That's fair. But I do, I do, I do understand where he's coming from with the flashback. You know. Right. Um, I don't know who I. I have some artists written here, but uh, who do you want to talk about? Uh, like artists. Yeah. Um. Well, who dropped recently? Who dropped recently? Uh. We could talk. We could talk about a whole lot of red. Oh yeah! 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 Touchy subject, folks. Touchy subject, but I'll let I'll let you I'll let you vent first. Alright. Fucking dog shit. That's just all I gotta say. I'm sorry. Dude, on, I don't man. like Come you, on. dude. I'm sorry, dude. His little his little baby voice does not match well with production though. Fire. Okay, I'm glad that you agree. I'm glad that you agree with Kanye me. West did amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baby voice though. I thought it was fire on some unreleased shit, but I just, dude, I don't, I was listening to the first three tracks. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is this shit? All right. So, so I have a sort of opposing opinion. At least he agrees with me on the production and the production is amazing. Mm -hmm. Some of the best production that Cardi's ever worked with. Definitely. But I don't agree that the baby voice is annoying. Maybe on like a good amount of tracks, like I'd say about a third of it. But mm-hmm. on songs like New Tank, New Tank is one of my favorite songs. He get he gets angry on it. I've never I've never I seen him get. I feel the passion. I've, I've never I've, I've never heard him like, like power for like the power and deep in his voice like yeah. that. Uh, he he got really angry on he's, that. He's one. definitely passionate. I can definitely tell with each song. He's he's got some passion in his mm-hmm. words. 
it's just not for me. Yeah, like you, you could run with like the bullshit mumble rap narrative. I, I, I used to run with that. I, I'll be honest. I used to, I used to be anti mumble rap, but like. Yeah, you used to. I, I remember that. Yeah, but I, I've expanded my palate a little bit mm-hmm. to people like Cardi. He was the one. He, honestly, him and Uzi were the people that uh, made me realize. And Travis, I suppose you could count him. Um, where I was like, oh damn, like this is actually kind of some real shit, like. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with you there. I mean, mumble rap got its moment, has its moments, but I mean, I there's some artists where I just don't fuck with. I'm gonna be honest. Right. So like, for example, Lil Uzi, mm-hmm. I like his old stuff. I just can't, I can't get behind his new stuff anymore. Right. I I I can't either. But I'm also not knocking it. I'm not knocking it either. Mm-hmm. I just think I kind of grew out of that phase a little bit. I did bit. too. I did too. I've personally, as I showed you one artist in the car today, I've, I've moved on to like, for those of you that know, the Griselda crew, Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine, and uh, West Side Gun. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they work hard. I know, I know you don't really know them, as you said before, but they work hard. And they're, they're kind of in that Freddie Gibbs realm. Oh, uh, Freddie Gibbs is good. He, they work we a lot. About him in a they work a lot with Freddie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. I think Conway and Benny are both on. Um, I think actually, I think all three of them are on uh, Alfredo. Yeah, it, no, they are. I'm pretty um, sure. So yeah, that, that's kind of the scene that I'm more into now. Yeah, uh, Freddie Gibbs. Well, we can talk. We can touch on him a little yeah, bit. He is a fucking character. Yeah. If if you guys are unaware of Freddie Gibbs. Go check out his Instagram while you guys are watching this, oh I guess. Oh, my God, so dude. He is a funny motherfucker, man. Dude, like, you... Just some of the shit he posts on Instagram is so damn funny. And then he posts... And then he has some fire shit like Alfredo. Mm-hmm. And, like, dude, I don't know. He's just a funny guy. I okay. like him. Oh, my God. Speaking of Alfredo, can I, can I vent a little bit real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. All right. You corny motherfuckers. All right, I'm talking directly to you, all right? You, the listener. Because I know you said this shit, too. So for years, years, the Grammys have been called rigged. And I agree. Example being Good Kid in Maddie City, right there, losing to fucking Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, the heist. Oh. Right? That damn. shit is rigged. Cardi B, Cardi B beating out Astro World. Yeah. What is that? What is nah, that? Definitely and and so, so, so sort of like their way... Last year they did amazing, like with Igor winning and all that shit. Those were fantastic albums that were nominated. Twenty One, Corday, fucking, those were great albums. So last year was really when they started picking it up, and this year, the albums that are nominated are, like Alfredo, right, um, Royce to Five Nine, Nas, D Smoke, which I don't think should be there, but I I see what they're doing there with like the whole Black Lives Matter, you know, as it really touches on shit like that. So like. You know, that was that was good to put in there. And um who else was in there? Uh, you know this way more than I do. Um I just know Alfredo and Nas. Uh, so, so someone else was in there, but anyway. Uh so I'm on you know, I'm deep in the hip hop Twitters. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I see people talking about, Oh, like this shit is rigged, how are these albums nominated? And I'm like I saw that too. And I'm like, bro, I was like, bro, have you ever listened to Alfredo? This is this is their way of trying to avoid being called rigged by nominating these sort of conscious hip hop albums, and Alfredo's the winner, by far. If they give it to D Smoke, I won't be surprised. Obviously, political bullshit, but you know, um, 
the music isn't that great, but the message is good. But Alfredo yeah. is the clear winner. In it's Alice. if you guys have not listened to that album, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. I I listened to it for the first time like last week, and uh, I didn't know who Freddie Gibbs really was before this, and he's a, he's a great artist, and yeah, this great album. Mm-hmm. Go go listen to that. What's your uh, favorite song from the album? Though? My favorite song on that album it's gotta be. It's got to be 1985 or God is Perfect. 1985 is mine. Yeah. By far, yeah. The, 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 the guitar. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who else you know that can do rap over that? Kanye. Uh, Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi, yeah. All right. But but those are goats, man. Like, yeah, they're, they've been in the game for minutes. All these little short bus rappers, they can't do that. They can't rap over that. Not a lot of rappers rap over a guitar. No. No. Not many. Travis does. A little bit, a little song? bit. So, um, not 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 specifically, but that guy Mike Dean I was talking about earlier. Yeah. A lot of his synths, like like. Wait, is Mike Dean on YouTube? Mike Dean is on YouTube. I, I believe. think I know him. Mm-hmm. I watch his YouTube videos. Old white guy always yep. smoking a blunt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and I watch his <laughs> you know YouTube videos. You yeah, 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 yeah. I love Mike Dean. Man. I know that guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he, he's all over Astro World, and like mm-hmm. it may not oh, seem fuck, like it on the surface, but a lot of those are guitar based, but in a synth thing. That's so he, funny. He fucks with the uh, instruments a lot. So. That's so funny. I did not know that Mike Dean was a YouTuber. He he watches other people's albums. He reacts to other people's albums, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. That's that's pretty cool, Mike Dean. Well, let me let me show you that thing I was talking about on his Apple Music profile. Okay. Um. Uh, one question is: We watched the Celtics the other night. Um, I know this is a little off topic, but look, it's a. Uh, Look, Astro World's on there. Nasir, Kitsy Ghost, Daytona, oh, Culture Two. So these are all, all right. under. Oh, at Long Island, ASAP is on there actually. As all I was right. saying earlier, he's he's got a ton of um, Mike Dean, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a ton of uh, experience. For you guys, you guys can't see it, but uh, just some albums he worked with Kanye, mm-hmm. Travis Scott. Migos, Migos, Pusha T, Pusha T. Mm-hmm. He's he's worked with um he's worked with the. Ever. A lot of the greatest rappers of this decade. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not trying to put Quavo, Hancho. No, no, I'm not trying to put offset. that up there either. They're not. I think, hot take, I think the Migos have fell off. They have. They, they're not that good. If they don't come different with Culture 3, if they don't come, if they don't come alternatively, astronomically different with Culture 3, they, 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 they have to hit, like, the highest expectations. They have to hit bad and bougie expectations mm-hmm. for them to regain my trust. Dude, Culture 2 was the biggest letdown ever. And I just think ever since Culture 2, they have not put out anything no. remotely good. They put out, like, a few singles. That, that, that one with Young Boy is not too bad. It's kind of on TikTok a little bit. That yeah, it, but. yeah. I think he's got a song with Travis and uh, Young thug maybe i think yeah that that one give i know no fucks one. give I, no fucks that song sucked i didn't like that song but actually guys there's a have you listened to the utopia um Oops. mixtape yet Mm-mm. there's a utopia mixtape like days before utopia i don't it's not it's, that's not what it's called but it's it, something it's, it's like something utopia is it is it official or yeah it's on soundcloud i'm pretty sure is it like an official release though or did someone just fan make it i'm not sure i'm probably it's probably fan made but mm-hmm. it's something with utopia but given no, all those all the songs it's not like it's new songs i think there's like one new song but 
all the songs are remastered with a different beat and a different like tone and mm-hmm. give no fucks is on there mm-hmm. and that song on the utopia mixtape is fucking good mm-hmm. actually good mm-hmm. and a lot of travis's misses are actually he puts it on uh or i don't know if it's him but mm-hmm. the remastered i guess it's definitely a lot better yeah if so, if you guys haven't checked it out, it's on SoundCloud. It's something with Utopia. I honestly forget it here. I'm just going to look it up. Yeah, quick. go for it, man. Oh, while, while you're looking that up, uh, you you were trying to bring up the Celtics, right? Oh, correct. Yeah, we'll, all right, we'll get to that right after you pull this up. Uh, no, go go to it now. I'll... All right, so uh, we'll changing gears here, but... Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll we'll switch to the sports section here. We're just you know this first episode. We're letting it flow. See what happens. Fucking, you flipping in the newspaper to the sports section. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the Celtics season just started. Unfortunate loss to the Nets last night, but um, yeah. me and Jason were uh, together uh, during the fourth quarter of the Celtics Bucks games, the season opener. Oh my God. And my man, Jason Tatum. motherfucking Tatum. Oh, oh. Bank. Right over Giannis. He, he ain't called bank. He called game. In the words of uh, in the words of the great Paul Pierce. He's completely off, but motherfucker got lucky. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we continue this conversation, it's called "See You in Utopia." See you in Utopia. See you oh, in Utopia. Yeah. On um SoundCloud. SoundCloud and YouTube. All right. So I'll check that out later. Yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Tatum hitting the shot over Giannis was huge. That was amazing. Did so. so in the in in the uh in the play so the the the, um, the bucks were trying to put Giannis on tatum yeah they were deliberately and, trying to get him because they and, knew tatum but, was but if you watch tatum tatum doesn't even try to avoid it he just kind of nonchalantly lets it happen he's he said, like all right he said I'll he literally this. says i i prefer the last shot over Gian- he wanted it over yeah he, he wanted that last he, shot he knows he deserved that that higher man because Giannis got that like 230 million Tatum got 195 million he Tatum- know damn well that he had to take the shot mm-hmm and um I guess I guess um uh, so yeah that was a great shot bitch ass Giannis missed the last free throw and uh, yeah Giannis the game. they were laughing so hard um have you been watching KD and Kyrie? Yeah, I watched them Nets fuck us up last. Crazy, insane, dude! Oh my oh god! Oh my god! They're probably. I would not be surprised if they win the finals. No, I wouldn't be surprised either. They're, they they're got a good team. They're going at least. DeAndre Jordan's on the team, right? Yep, I love DeAndre Jordan. They got a solid line. Um, how's their how's their second line though? Do you know who's on the? They second got line? like Tayshawn Prince. They got. Karis Levert's running off the bench. That six man mm-hmm. role. He's on my fantasy team. He did me well. To, he did me well in their first game. Mm-hmm. Then against the Celtics, he was having a hard time. But, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, those are only two off the top of my head I can remember. But they, they do have a, they do have good depth. Oh, dude, it's crazy. I'm. I want LeBron to win. I want LeBron to win at least two more chips. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I want him to be chasing the goat. Dude, like. Uh, yeah, as much as as much as I respect LeBron, like I, I love rooting for the young guys. Donovan Mitchell's one of my favorite players, other than Tatum and Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don, I I really like the Jazz. I love the him and Jazz Rudy. My, Mountain Mike, man, Bogdanovich. They got a great lineup running, and like they they may be young, but like they I think they're gonna put in more work this year than they than they did last year. Cause the Nuggets, dude, they they went to Game Seven 
and it came down to the final shot. It came down to the final second. They were so such equal teams. Mm-hmm. So I think the Jazz have leveled up more than the Nuggets have, unless Michael Porter Jr. goes crazy this year. I think he will. And Porter's been playing his ass off. Oh. A lot of people doubted him in the beginning of last season. Mm-hmm. But he's really showed mm-hmm. everyone that he's a player. He's a big dog. He can play with everyone. Right. I think he's just going to keep getting better. Yes, of course. Uh, but uh, I remember watching him in high school. Mm-hmm. And he was crazy. Yeah. And he had that, that what, what happened to him? Some sort of injury? Yeah, um, did he get injured? He got injured and missed his like like rookie season. It might have oh, been two seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was out of the news for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were doubting him. Mm-hmm. I remember that. But, um, what else, man? Uh, what's what's your favorite team this year? What's like? What do you think is the most fun team that's going to be to most watch? Fun team to watch. All right, all right. So let me just go through the teams real quick in my head. So there's Celtics. I'm not going to say Celtics just because. Yeah. We're so, other than the Celtics. Um. Nets are fun to watch yeah. just because of Katie and Kyrie. Dude, I like I, watching Kyrie, uh, Katie play. Mm-hmm. And Katie's fun to watch. I mean, Kyrie's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the most fun team to watch is going to have to be the Mavs. The Mavs? You think so? I think Luka is just... Luke, if Porzingis is healthy, mm-hmm. that's an interesting team to watch. I, I, I agree. Josh Richardson was a good addition. The loss of Seth Curry, Seth Curry was tough, but... Josh Richardson was showing out on the Sixers last year. I think, yeah, I think overall Josh Richardson is a better player. But so? I think Steph is a better shooter. shooter. The, the Sixers needed Seth more than they needed Josh Richardson, simply because they needed that more shooting. But they got Seth Curry and Danny Green. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate the Sixers as a Celtics fan, the Sixers are going to be fucking nice. Dude, there's so many nice teams in the NBA this mm-hmm. season. It's kind of and, crazy. And my answer to the question I asked you is the Phoenix Suns, man. Ooh. Chris Paul, did they win? Devin Booker, yeah, they beat the Mavs. They did. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that game. Yeah, that's the news. Oh shit. Yeah. They, so how did D Book and uh, CP3 do? I, uh, uh, Book was in the high twenties. CP3 only had um, like eight points, something like that. But like, but like that's the thing. Like he's got all these targets to dish the ball to, like Aiton and Mikael Bridges, Dario. Booker obviously like like he he's gonna be moving the ball a little bit more than he was last year. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you have anything else to say? I guess I don't know. You want to wrap it up right here? I guess so. I mean, like this was a pretty successful first podcast. We don't know uh-huh. if we're gonna post this yet, but uh, yeah, you millennials one... got no attention span. This is about as uh, man, this is about as long as we can do it before uh-huh. everyone starts uh, doing their own thing. Yeah, I guess. and I know y'all are gonna click. Uh, I'm sure if you've made it this far, so, appreciate you. Yeah, kudos to you. Kudos to fuck. We are just you, two man. random fucks just talking right yeah. now. So maybe we'll have some more structure in the future, but yeah. I mean, we don't even know if this is going to get posted. Yeah, I, I like the casualness of it. it was but very I casual. think this was a great podcast. It was, dude. We, we, we didn't have really any pauses and talking at nah, all. No, definitely not at all. I kind of want to do it again. Yeah, so. we, we can do it. You're, you're going to be here a lot. You're going to be, yeah, I'll be here. Any, any, any week that like I don't have someone to come in, like specifically, you're fucking, you're just going to be here. And if I just want to, if I got anything new in my business venture, right. um, yeah. I'll obviously be on here to let everyone know. So. Right. Um, you're gonna see a lot more of us too, and especially Tommy and Culture Corner. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess some little wrap up I want to do is uh, 
make sure you guys follow Lifetime Electro. It's uh, that's on basically all my handles: Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. TikTok. Um, just uh, give it a follow, check it out. I mean, if you need a USB Type C charger for your new PlayStation or Xbox or whatever device you have, twelve ninety nine, a lot cheaper than most of these uh, other clowns. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Lifetime Electro. All right, uh, he said it right there. Uh, thank you guys for watching, and I'll, I'll see you next time, I guess. Thank you guys so much for watching.